The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Thursday, May 10th edition, nine-game slate on tap for you on this Thursday of action. Really weird not having a bunch of day games on a getaway Thursday, but tis the new baseball schedule. Look at your weather on the day. Not too bad at all. It's a slight chance to rain up in the northeast. Most of the windy conditions have domes, so keep an eye on that, but all in all, not, a, not too bad when you're looking around the landscape of baseball. Your totals on the day, we do have some high ones. You got Red Sox Yankees at nine, Royals Orioles at nine and a half, Mariners Jays at nine, Braves Marlins seven and a half, Brewers Rockies eleven and a half, Nationals D backs waiting on that one for some odd reason. Twins Angels eight, Reds Dodgers seven and a half, Cardinals Padres seven and a half. So the West Coast gives you some nice uh, totals to play with, and then you got your East Coast and you got your Coors to uh, get the offense popping. So that's where we'll be building around today. Let's kick it off with the pitching on this nine-game slate. And you have a weird, just pricing in general on the on the pitching is just bizarre. You have four guys over $10,000. J.A. Happ leads the way at 11000 Love J.A. Think he's great. Seattle's got some pop against lefties. He can definitely shut them down. But at 11000 J.A., it, it's tough for Happ to hit that $11,000 price tag. He doesn't do it all too often. So... I'll be passing there if he does it. Tip my cap. Walker Bueller is ten thousand five hundred bucks. Absolutely crazy at this the skyrocketing nature of this guy's stuff. He still hasn't thrown a hundred pitches yet, so you're relying on him to go get a bunch of strikeouts. That's what you're relying on at ten five. That's what's crazy about this. He could get it. He's going to be super low owned, I think, because this price tag is insane for him. Like if he's mid eights, just like I said about Alex Wood yesterday, you can give it a shot. And Alex Wood didn't even get to that price tag because he threw too many pitches in the first two innings. So, it's really weird. He is a minus 200 road favorite, which is tremendous. Cincinnati only strikes out 20.5% of the time. So, Bueller's 29% K rate. He's got a great ground ball rate at 65%. you got to watch the walk rate, though. It's up to 14% already. So, the control issues with most young pitchers is there. Cincinnati has the lowest total at 3.2. Lefty's 225. Righty's 322. So, he's got some reverse splits. They're not in Great American Small Park anymore. So those kind of little details do help, but 10-5 is an astronomical price for a kid that, uh, like I said, hasn't gotten really more than 95 pitches all season. So 
I like him just for the fact his ownership is going to be extremely low. He's in a great matchup against the Reds, a Reds team that does have pop that could get to him. There's no question. Like, you wouldn't be shocked if Votto finds the seeds. Eugenio swinging a good bat. We already saw the reverse splits there. So there are some factors to look into when you're when you're looking at Bueller. But the price tag is what makes him intriguing because most are going to run for Z Hills. And he's definitely at 10-5. It's interesting for a GPP play. You had Zach Greinke at 10-2 at home against the Nats. I'll pass on that one. Greinke's been very inconsistent at meeting that price tag. My favorite guy up here, and I'm assuming he will be the chalk in the high-priced area, is Miles Mikolas at 10-2. He basically has the same upside to me as J.A. Happ at 11,000. You're going to save $800 bucks on him. We've seen him go at least 100 pitches in a game. He's getting you 20-plus points on the regular uh, for four straight starts of 22-plus. After a couple of rocky starts to start the season, he has really, really dialed it in. His walk rates are insane. He hasn't walked anybody in a while. He's getting you strikeouts. He's going seven innings in every start. He's kind of like the new Michael Fulmer, but seems to be more productive when it comes to the strikeouts. That's the way I'm looking at him because he's, just, he's not impressive. He's got movement on his pitches. He's not overpowering. But he doesn't walk guys, and he just gets it done. He pokes and prods you through the game, and he has a great matchup against the San Diego Padres in San Diego, a team that strikes out 28% of the time versus right-handed pitching. So phenomenal look there for Miles Mikolas. Maybe he's due for a beatdown. Who knows? But the Padres have the second lowest total, 3.5. Lefty's 329, righty's 301. As you'd expect, bad woba, bad ISO, all that good stuff against uh, right-handed pitching. So Mikolas, a 10-2, definitely on the radar for me. Being such an ugly pitching slate, I'm going to go to a pitcher that I respect his stuff. I can just never get him right. Hopefully it works today. Pitching in Miami, a great pitcher's ballpark. Mike Fulton is up to $9,500. bucks. He was 94 his last time out and got shellacked. Prior to that, though, he was basically, um, he's been getting you 18-plus points in almost all but one start, 22-plus in a couple. He's got tremendous upside, and he's got very good K upside, you know, six-plus Ks in most starts this season. Going up against a Marlins team that strikes out about 25% of the time. So you got that going for you. He's limited the hard contact to less than 30% this year, which is a big, big improvement for Mike fulton So something to look at in that respect. Miami's got the third lowest total at 3.7. Lefty's 354, righty's 320. So he might give it up. Who knows? But, you know, a team with a 267 Woba and a .096 ISO, I guess right-handed pitching, are both just dreadfully bad. Both really, really bad uh, team stats there. Uh, Justin Bohr obviously hasn't had a big, big year. He did go yard a couple days ago against Singh. But uh, as a whole, their team has been gigantically, gigantically depressing, as you'd expect. So Fulton Avenue 95 in a very good spot. So 9K and above, we got Mikolas 1, Bueller 2, just for the intrigue of the, of the pricing slash ownership. And then you got Fulty at 3. Go down a little farther here at 8900 bucks. a guy I really, really like if you want to start a little farther down the list. It's dicey just because Minnesota's bats have been respectable. They've shown... You know, Rosario's heating up. Escobar's having a great year. So a couple power bats in the middle. You never know what Dozier can run into. Little things like that. Sano's due back, I believe, this weekend, but maybe not tonight. But Garrett Richards pitching at home in a good ballpark in Anaheim. Uh, $8,900. He had a hiccup against the Yankees. But outside that Yankee start, 32 at Seattle, 31-9 against the Giants, 20.9 at Kansas City, a 14-4 at Texas, and a 27-2 at Cleveland. He's been very, very, very good and very, very consistent. If you're telling me the worst we're going to get to 15 you know, you want more at 8900 bucks, but that's still a very good floor, and you can build from there. He's a big strikeout guy, 5, 6-plus K stuff uh, in most outings. Um, again, Minnesota, they're sneaky offense. It's one of those just really odd ones. But uh, Richards at home, Minnesota strikes out 22% of the time. He's got a 28% K rate. Walks can be an issue with Richards at times, 10.5%. 
But uh, the ground ball rate of over 56%, a swinging strike rate of about 12%. There's a lot to like when it comes to Garrett Richards. And the Twins have the fourth lowest total at 3.7. So we've happened to stumble upon the four lowest total so far, and it's been very, very good to look at. Um, lefties 274, righties 324 with Richards. And I was telling you, we're worried about Rosario and Escobar. Those types, well, he's been better versus lefties and righties. Reverse splits are in his favor. And, um, and then you look at the, the Twins' Woba and ISO, a Woba of 320 and an ISO of 183, which it shows you they're, they're a little above average, but not great not by any means. And that kind of makes sense to what I'm saying is there's a weird offense. Like some days they'll, they'll just come out and they'll beat, up, beat you up or they'll you know, put four or five singles in a row and get a couple of runs and just kind of pester you. Um, and then they'll have that blow up every once in a while. But there are a ton of games where they just don't do anything because you look at that offense. Uh, Adrianza's out there and, you know, Mitch Garver's catching. He's not been bad, but he's, he's just not the guy you're looking to you know, shock the world. And you got Joe Maurer who could single you to death, but he's not the guy you're worried about lighting you on fire. And then you got Kepler who's been okay. And you got Grossman. But a lot of those names I just mentioned are all left-handed bats. So if the Richard shows up where it matches his, his, his numbers and his peripherals, he could be in a really good spot here at 8900 bucks tonight. So I think the price tag is outstanding. And he's got as much upside as those type, top price pitchers. I like him more than Fulte. And he's up there with uh, – he, he can outperform all those guys up top, but he also has that blow-up potential. And he's in a tougher matchup than those guys. But the fourth lowest total on the slate, very, very attractive. After that, at 7300 bucks, this guy, I'm guessing, will be chalk as well. But Caleb Smith at home against those Atlanta Braves. It's uh, a sneaky matchup because the Braves are a very, very good team. Caleb Smith's been the talk of the uh, fab town these days in your season-long fantasy leagues. Three straight starts of 28 or more DraftKings points. He struck out seven or more in all three of those. Um, he threw 98 pitches his last time out. That's a season high. He's just getting it done. Nine after nine after nine. He's got. Tw- he's going on 12 back-to-back starts of no one runs at 12 and two-thirds innings and no runs allowed. And his swinging strike rate has just been insane. He's just getting guys missing all over the place. 12.7% swinging strike rate. He's striking out 29% of the guys he faces. But the Braves, A, they strike out less than 17% of the time versus lefties. B, Smith is walking almost 12%, and he's got a ground ball rate of only 30%. So he's got about a 40% fly ball rate. That's a little scary. Now, given a lot of those numbers were early in the year, he had some massive just beatdowns early in the year. His last three starts, like I said, have been outstanding. This would be a good test for him against the Braves. And the Braves have the fifth lowest total at 3.8. Lefties 324, righties 333. Uh, and the Braves have hit lefties very, very well with a very good Woba of 359 and just below very good, but still average ISO of 182. So the Braves are a very good team. Smith at bucks does have tremendous value. He could put together a 25-plus point performance. But, you know, you saw Blake Snell the other night. He pitched really good against them, but nothing, like, flashy-flashy. It wasn't one of his biggest strikeout games, Like, and it kind of goes with what you're seeing with the Braves so far this year. So Smith does have a tremendous upside, but just be careful with the Braves. Anything can happen at 7300 Um is a good price tag, though. So in your 7 and 8Ks, I got Richards 1, Caleb Smith 2. Now, when you go bargain basement hunting, it is not uh, – not pretty, not pretty at all, and um, we're going to grasp the straws. One's Ian Kennedy at 6500 bucks, strictly on K upside alone. His last two starts, 15-1, 23-3, saw kind of what he could do. He had 6Ks and 7Ks in those outings, gave him two runs total in 11 innings. Uh, no long balls, which is really good to see with Kennedy because that's always been a thing with him is the fly ball just gives it up. We know Cameron Yards is a bandbox for the long ball, so it is something to be slightly concerned about. But Baltimore strikes out almost 26% of the time. I believe that's like second highest on the slate outside of the Padres. So it makes for a good target. When we're looking at punts, we're looking at guys that can get you the strikeouts. If they give up a couple homers, preferably solo homers, we have that upside to play with. Um, 
Yeah, like I said, his ground ball rate is only 35.5%, which is not good. But he strikes out over 20%. They strike out 26% of the time. When you look at the Orioles, a 4-7 total. It's just barely above middle of the pack. Um, and they have a very, very bad 275 Woba and a 136 ISO against right-handed pitching. So they've just been a massive disappointment this year. Doesn't mean they can't blow up. They have the talent to go off. But as a whole, they just struggled immensely. Danny Duffy shut them down for crying out loud. Eric Scoglin had a very respectable start against them. Um, if they if they got to Kennedy, you wouldn't be shocked. But for 6500 bucks, he does give you punt upside with a little bit more stability than you usually get down here. Now, if you want to punt completely, just all the way down, all the way down, Jordan Lyles at 4200 bucks. Jordan Lyles in his career has not been a good pitcher. Maybe he found a second calling coming out of the bullpen. He had one bad start or one bad uh, appearance when he uh, allowed four runs in an inning, two thirds. Other than that, he's been really, really good. 16 Ks in 19 and two thirds inning. He still has a 3.66 ERA. A lot of little things to like there. Uh, when you look at Jordan Lyles, he's facing a St. Louis team that does strike out 23% of the time. Uh, he's been a big ground ball guy, almost 40% ground ball so far this season. In his career, he's been a good ground ball guy. So there's a lot to like there. When you look at St. Louis, here's the catchy part. Um, the sixth lowest total at three point, about basically four. Lefty's 395, righty's 303. Now, you don't know how deep Jordan's going to go. He's been pitching out of the bullpen as a middle reliever type, so he might only have like 60, 70 pitches in that arm. So that could be a detriment at 4200 bucks. But he is a definite punt option if you want to just hope the Cardinals' bats stay kind of quiet, kind of quiet, because you doubt you're going to keep him quiet, quiet. But you want to keep him kind of quiet at 4200 bucks with some upside in that matchup. So it's a, it's a definite punt if you need to go there. Recapping your pitching up top, you got Mikolas 1, Fulty 2, Bueller, or Bueller 2, Fulty 3. In the middle, you got Richards 1, Smith 2. Then down below, you got Kennedy and Lyles. Uh, let's take a look at your bats before we do, to, do so. Let me tell you about Draft. Draft.com, Draft in your app store, fun new way to play fantasy sports. Snake style drafts take under five minutes to perform, and you get paid out the next day. It's a great format. Just do one pitcher, get two uh, DHs slash catcher slash infield, and then two outfielders. You got $1 all the way up to $100. Five mans, head-to-heads, three mans, six mans, all kinds of great tournaments. When you use promo code SD Sports at checkout, you get entry into a free $3 tournament. Tons of cool ways to play. They have hockey, basketball, golf. The Players' Championship just teed off this morning. You got baseball. You have uh, NFL is already doing MFL 10s, drafted whole leagues. Those are flying like crazy. You know, $5, $10, 10-man, 12-mans, all kinds of cool stuff there. So go check it out. Uh, use promo code SD Sports when you check out and get free entry into a free $3 tournament. But until then, let's get to the bats on this nine game slate where you got guys like Gary Sanchez, who I always like to mention. He's always the highest price catcher, and he'll differentiate if you're going Yankees. He differentiates you because everyone goes Stanton and Judge, and usually rightfully so. But we look at Gary Sanchez, he's still crushing the baseball, facing Eduardo Rodriguez of the Boston Red Sox today. The Yankees have one of the higher totals on the slate at 4.7. Uh, same total as the Baltimore Orioles against Ian Kennedy. Uh, lefty's 334, righty's 302. So uh, Gary the Sanchez can be uh, 4500 bucks. Not bad. I like Salvi present, 39 versus Chris Tillman. Tillman will be a heavy target of many. The Royals have the highest total outside of Coors at 4.8. Lefty's 442, righty's 396 off Tillman. So they'll be in play yet again today. They've had a kind of an offensive awakening in Baltimore this week. You got guys like Rio Muto versus Fulte, not bad. But yes, Monty Grandal at 3,600 versus Tyler Molle. Molle's been a big pitch-to-contact type guy. So he does open it up for your Dodgers with a 4-3 total. Lefty's 393 off Tyler Molle. Right is only 306. So a guy like Grandal at 36 usually brings low ownership to the table. 
in a good spot tonight against uh, Molle. Farther down you go, like Ionetta and Coors versus Chastain is always worth a look. Zunino versus Happ at 3,300. Uh, when we look at Seattle, we told you they have a 4.25 total. Lefty's 2.41, righty's 3.12 off Happ. So Zunino out there at 33. Uh, you got Manny Pena in Milwaukee. Their catcher, they're playing in Coors against Marquez at 3,100 bucks. So you get a Coors field catcher for 31 is never a bad thing to look at. Got Russell Martin at 3K versus Mike Leake. Mike Leake's been hot garbage, so there's a value there. Uh, Walters of Colorado, if he's catching, he's only 29 in Coors against Julius Chassin. We know how we like to target lefties versus Chassin, plus he put Coors on top. So Walters at 29 should be the chalk catcher of the night and should be in most people's lineups, uh, permitting he's in the lineup, of course. Other than that, we'll check and see what other value catchers come out Thursday afternoon, evening games are always interesting. First base, you got uh, Freeman versus Smith. Lefty-lefty matchup there. Still Freddie Freeman, so you get low ownership. They got a guy like Matt Adams who's just crushing the baseball. Look at the 4,700 versus Zach Granke. Not sure I can pay that price versus Granke. But Adams on fire. He's in the middle of that order. So if you do it, I don't hate it. Um, and lefty's 305. Righty's 292 versus Granke. You know, probably like Braun and Coors at 46. You got Votto versus Bueller at 45. And then the Dodgers bullpen. Um... Mitchie, two bags, probably not going there today. But man, he took Tanaka deep, just keeps crushing baseballs. But Cody Bellinger, 4,200. Again, lefties versus Molle, pitch to contact, stuff to like there. Jesus Aguilar, if he cracks the lineup for Milwaukee and Coors at 41. When you're looking at um, Milwaukee, they're 5-5 five, five total. Lefties, 313. Righties, 330 off Marquez. So it's a reverse splits situation there. Something to keep in mind when you're taking your Milwaukee bats. But it's Coors in general, so you're just looking for value, and you go. Hanram is 4K versus CC Sabathia. Boston 4-3 total. Lefties 265. Righties 315 in that matchup. So Hanram F4K for some relief. Farther down you go, you got like Pedro Alvarez at 37 versus Ian Kennedy. Not a horrible play there, but like Jose Martinez at 36 versus Jordan Lyles. Don't hate that if you're fading there. Justin Smoke at 35 versus Mike Leake is a great value play. I mentioned him yesterday. Big double late in the ballgame for the Toronto Blue Jays. They have a 4-8 total just below the Royals as the second highest total outside of Coors. Lefties 374, righties 324 off a of leak. So Smoke at 35 is a very, very good play for the price points you're getting. Man, I like that quite a bit, actually. Uh, Lucas Duda did go deep yesterday. Our boy Scott in uh, from SD, and he's in the SD Slack all the time. Did a great piece on the Colorado Rockies and Coors Field. So go check that out on the website, thesportsdgens.com. But he was all over Lucas Duda yesterday in the Slack chat. Kept talking about it, talking about it, and Duda went Duda Dong. So he's 3,400 versus Tillman and definitely could be in play for you again today. Justin Bohr at 34 is worth a look. Logan Morrison at 33 if you're fading Richards. is dicey, but that's what Lomo does is take good pitchers deep. I remember last year he had two homers off sale. So you never know what that guy will bring to you. Then Pat Vileka, if he cracks the lineup at 27, is there, but I doubt he does. Second base, you got Ozzy Albies at 52 is always in play. Switch hit and Albies. Uh, LeMahieu and Coors. Whit Merrifield versus Tillman at 43 will go super overlooked in that lineup. Um, you got Johnny VR at 41 and Coors, not bad there. Young Harris Solarte at 39, second base, third base eligible. If Young Harris is in the lineup, bat in the middle of that lineup, that's a solid place. There's, you got Smoke at 35, Solarte at 39. Toronto might be the cheapy stack of the night. Uh, Scooter Jeanette against Bueller at 38 for some value. Uh, you got a little farther, like Robbie Cano at 36. Again, he hits lefties just fine. Don't run for Z Hills there. The farther down you look, um, Jonathan Scope is hitting in the middle of the order at 35. He's just had a bad year. He's been very, very not good. Not good, Bob. 
So keep keep that in your mind there. You got guys like Chris Owens at 3K versus Tanner Rourke. Someone to keep there. Carlos Azuya hey, at 29 for some value as well. Cattell Marte is only 2,800 versus Tanner Rourke. That's a, that's a nice punt option there if you need to. Other than that, we'll check the lineups. Over to third base. Arenado and Coors at 56. Donaldson at 47 versus Leaks. Another good play. He let us down yesterday, but that, that's just too good. You got Marquez at 46. You like that a lot. Moustakis. 4,500 versus Chris Tillman. That might be your top play outside of Arenado right there. Really good stuff there. Coming off a goose egg yesterday. So he'll be ready to bounce back for you in a big way, hopefully. Eduardo Escobar at 45. Eugenio Suarez at 44. Both tough matchups against Richards and Bueller. So low ownership there if you want to be GPP contrarian. Again, you're in Hammer Solarte, 3900 bucks. Second base, third base eligible in a great spot for you right there. Don't mind that at all. Pedro Alvarez, 37 versus Ian Kennedy. First base, third base. The farther down you look, you guys like Kyle Seager at 35. Joey Bats versus a lefty. Joey Bats, third base outfield. He's 3500 bucks. You know, still getting his feet wet a little bit, but against Caleb Smith, could have a, a good one there. and He'll be super, super low owned in that matchup. Uh, Brian Anderson's always worth a look at 3300 in his... Uh, games for Miami. Just keeps getting it done. Nothing flashy. Just keeps producing. Got Daniel Descalso at 32 versus Tanner Rourke in the middle of that order. Someone to look at as well. Other than that, check your lineups. We'll find a few other options as the day goes along. Join us in the Slack chat. SD Slack chat. Ask for an invite if you want in. Lots of good info getting thrown out in there on the daily. Shortstop, Manny Machado at 49. He's going to play every day. Every single day. I don't care who's pitching. Uh, you got Trevor Story at Coors at 46. Prefer the lefty, but he's there because Chassin's not very good. Uh, Xander Bogart's 45 versus CC's okay. You got Eduardo Escobar, talked about him a second ago. Uh, Paul DeYoung at 4K against Jordan Lyles. Gene Segura does hit lefties well. He's 39 versus Hap. It's like I'm not, I don't want to pitch Hap, but I'm not like targeting Hap. He's, he's just, he's a, he's a good pitcher that doesn't get blown up very much, but if Seattle gets to him, that could be a hell of a stack. So you can get a pretty good price in there. Farther down you go, you got guys like, uh, Taylor Motter at 32, probably not going there today. Johan Kamara at 32. Nick Ahmed, 31. There's not a ton down here. I'll see this Escobar at 31. Orlando Arcia and Coors at 31. I guess if you want a cheap Coors piece, you can go that direction. But really not a ton to like in the lower shortstop. It's just a daily thing this year. It's really weird. We always get a punch there. Not so much this year. Outfield, you got Mookie Betts at 59. It's a great play versus CC. Trout at 58. It gets Barrios. It's interesting. Harper at 57 versus Granke, but then you got Blackman and Coors versus Chessine at 55. is a great play. Yeah, Aaron Judge went deep again yesterday. He's 5,300 versus um, Erod, so he'll be worth a look. Giancarlo at 51 as well. Uh, JD Martinez at 5K versus Matthew. We know JD versus Lefty, so a bunch of guys over 5K. You can always take a look at you got Yellick and Coors at 48. Dahl and Coors at 46. I like that Dahl play quite a bit. Um, farther down you go. You got guys like Eddie Rosario at 44, so we got a really hot bat versus Garrett Richards, which is interesting. Jorge Soler at 42 versus Tillman, very solid approach there. With Soler always under own, people still aren't buying into how good he is playing baseball. David Peralta at 41 versus Tanner Rourke, nice cheapy there. Nelson Cruz at 41 versus J.A. Happ versus a lefty. You got Cargo and Coors, only 4K versus Chassin. I like that quite a bit if you want a little bit cheaper Coors piece. Uh, Teoscar Hernandez, super low owned yesterday at 4K. He went deep in a great matchup. He's only 3,900 tonight. He's another great play. He's hitting righties and lefties hard. Mike Leak's hot garbage. So Teoscar at 39, phenomenal play. Phenomenal play. Farther down you go, you got guys like Steven Souza at 38. Not yet. I need to see a little more for him. But like Alex Gordon versus Tillman at 38. Gordon's just on fire the last couple weeks. So good value play there against Tillman. 
Uh, you go a little farther. You got guys like uh, Marcelo Zuna versus Lyles at 37. Uh, Gerardo Parra and Coors at 36 is a cheapie. Uh, you go down farther than that. Uh, da, 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 da. Max Kepler at 35 could be in play for you there. Um, Hernan Perez and Coors at 33, second base outfield. If he cracks the lineup, it's a nice cheapie versus Marquez. I don't hate that at all. Nice and cheap there. Brian Anderson from Miami. You mentioned him earlier. He's third base outfield. 33 versus Fulte. Uh, Noel Cuevas, if he cracks the lineup for Colorado, he's 3200 bucks. He's in play as well. Other than that, you get to 3K. You got Chris Owens. Talked about him. Second base outfield at 3000 Then it's very, very bleak. So check your lineups. See what pops up for you when those come out. But there you have it. Nine games in the books. Recapping your pitching up top. Mikolas Fulte Bueller. Or Mikolas Bueller Fulte. I keep screwing that up. In the 7s and 8K range, you got Richards and Smith. And down below, you got Kennedy and Lyles. Uh, let's check out your BVP and send you on your way. Like Gary Sanchez, 3 for 9 with a homer off uh, Rodriguez. Brett Gardner, 5 for 16 with a homer. Nothing crazy. Mookie Betts, 7 for 21 with a double. Uh, Mike Moustak is 6 for 16 with a double and a homer off Chris Tillman. Salvi Perez, 6 for 16 with a homer. Alex Gordon has two homers off of him. Solarte, 3 for 6, double and a triple off Leak. Uh, Ryan Healy, 2 for 4, two homers off J.A. Happ. Nelson Cruz, 10 for 22. Two doubles and a triple. Those are some good numbers right there. Justin Bohr, 8 for 14 with a double and two homers off Mike Fultonevich. Keep that in mind. Arenado, 3 for 7 with a homer off Chassin. Um, when you go down farther, not too much standing out. Logan Morrison, 5 for 18, two doubles and a homer off Garrett Richards. Dexter Fowler, 3 for 6 with a homer off Jordan Lyle. So not too much BVP-wise on the whole. But there you have it, guys. Nine-game slates in the books. Very interesting slate. Pricing, uh, especially for pitching all over the place. They're like really good pitchers that have blow-up potential. That's why this could be a really, really interesting Thursday night. So be careful. Come in the Slack chat, the Sports DJ Slack chat. Ask for an invite. We talk about things all throughout the day as things lineups come out. New More news comes out. Guys throw different ideas out there. So lots of good stuff there. Check us out, the Sports DJs at the Sports DJs. Francisco dropped his Atayo Serie Week 37 picks this morning. The players had tons of great coverage there from the guys. It teed off this morning. Got Bench with Bubba, episode 92 out. Around the bases, with, that was with Andy Singleton, Fantrax, great stuff there. Uh, around the bases, episode 63 is coming out today. Uh, a lot of good information. Recent MLB news, talked about by myself and Mo. Interviewed our buddy STL Cup of Joe, talking Cardinals and some other pitcher stuff. Pine Target with, with uh, Trevor Bauer. And then we talked to Alan Yamashigi of uh, Dodgers Digest about the Dodgers woes. And that was a really good interview with Alan as well. So lots of good stuff to check out there. Check it all out. And check me on Twitter at BDNTR with all your questions. But uh, until then, hope you guys have a great Thursday. Good luck. And this was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Thursday, May 10th edition. I'm out.